Welcome back to Between the Three. It's been a long break, but long we are back. And overdue. We're back with some good topics. We're going to go back over some of the things that happened over the summer. Um, some NBA, some MLB, and of course, as football starts, we're going to go over some NFL and some college football. So let's get it. It's been two months. It's been many moons. But we're back. We took a little break. I'm excited to be back. Yeah, I am too. Podcasting's hard. I bet the world's excited that we're back. I am really excited for football to be back, though, and I think that's that'll be the main topic that we need to go over. We don't need to shy away from it. We know what we are. But we're football f- fans. We'll, we'll make that the majority, so we'll keep that at the end. Yeah. There's no other season that I count down the days for. Football. I do for the NBA a little bit. Yeah, when it gets to like 15 days away. Yeah, but you're starting to miss those Lucas stepbacks. I am. Did you see the video of him playing uh, in Sylvania? Yeah, he's jacked. Uh, he's massive, and he drove the paint. Massive, massive in a different way than he normally is. Yeah, not a fat massive, like a muscular massive. Yeah, like he looked like he had baby oil on him. He was so like muscular. It was kind of weird. Yeah. But he like pushed a guy in the paint. He fell down, and Luca Lily just stared at him for a good five seconds. Yeah, non NBA just hit a floater. Non NBA basketball for Luca is like playing YMCA. <laughs> Although he's even said, though, that, like, playing in Europe defense is stronger over there. Yeah, it's more physical, he says. Well, and then also in the in the European League, when he was on Real Madrid, they didn't have the three-second violation, so you can just stand in the paint. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But. Yeah, they also don't have the LeBron effect in European, Europe. Yeah. Oh, that's why Victor Where's My Mama is now in the NBA. Yeah, do you... Hot take, I don't think Victor Where's Your Mama is going to be very good. I don't think he's going to end up being MJ, but I think he's going to be an all-star in the future. He played two games in the summer league. His first game was really bad. Not Okay, wait. Yeah, he scored, what, it, nine it, points in like 15 minutes? Yeah, and his shooting percentage was terrible. Yeah, it was bad, but he cleaned it up the second game, yeah. I'll be honest. He, so was, he was nervous. We haven't even gone over, we haven't gone over the NBA draft because we missed that. So let's get into. Yeah, let's. You want to do basketball? Yeah, let's, let's do get basketball. Into basketball. Let's do basketball. All right. MVP picks right now. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Who's gonna win the finals? Hey, we could go back to the part where I said uh, Dorian Finney-Smith was gonna be Defensive Player of the Year last year. Mm-hmm. And that didn't pan out. He ended up not even being on the Mavericks. He's probably cut from Brooklyn. No. Maybe. He's they like, just don't use him like the Mavs do. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, back to basketball. So we missed th- we missed talking about the draft. So for those of you listening, we actually did a podcast uh, <laughs> like end of June. Um, but we were all sick and hungover from the night before, and it just didn't it didn't it didn't fit the quality that we hold here at BT three so highly. Yeah. So we decided to scratch that. Our QA team didn't approve. Yeah, producer didn't like it. QA team, you know, quality control, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we apologize because we were going to tell everyone that we were going to kind of take some of the summer off um, to kind of regroup, have some fun, spend time with friends, family, all whatever it is. 
Welcome to season two of BT3, and we're going to start off with NBA draft. So, where's my mama? Gets picked. Number one goes to the San Antonio Spurs. It's and, rigged. And my boy Scoot in the second spot. Yeah, Scoot. And the what, Mavs. What happened to the dick guy? Oh, he went to... Uh, I think he went 10 to... Ten? What's his name? I can't just Grady say the dick, dick guy. Grady yeah. Dick. Grady Thank Dick. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm no. still going to get a jersey. Dog, he was balling at that draft. He was wearing a, like a bright red sequin suit with like a chain and like popped collar. I was like, okay. He went to Toronto too, so he's going to be Toronto's white boy. Speaking of Toronto, I know this is kind of a segue. Damian Lillard supposedly is getting some heat from the NBA because when he, when he asked for a trade, he specifically said, I only will take a trade to Miami. And supposedly the league has come down on him just a little bit of saying, like, you were a player. You do not get to request a trade to a specific team, so like, what it, publicly. What is this with Toronto, though? Didn't he play on Portland? You're right. Mm. Sorry. Different red and black team. But Scoot went to Portland. There you go. Hey, speaking of Portland. <laughs> anyways. But the Mavs made a switch. So they did have the 10th pick. Traded down to the 12th. And picked a defensive center that's good at rebounding, which I think fits, right? They're going for it, but he's a skinny center, just like every other center that's been coming out of college or Europe. So I'm kind of – I don't I don't really know if I'm a big fan of it, but I do like Omax, yeah. who they picked later, who they also traded for. Yep. And they got rid of Bertans. Oh, my God, dude. That was freaking huge. Now we just got to get rid of – Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> this contract is so bad, though. No one wants it. It's yeah. Well, someone, I mean, someone will eventually take Bertans's it. Bertans' contract was horrible, too. Yeah, I don't know. Who, Bert- who took Bertans? Uh, did he go to I Charlotte? Don't, I don't care. Because we were in three-team trade, I think. He went to... Which we didn't even mention yeah, the, the key piece. <laughs> Grant Williams is now on the Mavericks. Grant Williams is now the Mavericks. Uh, Porzingis is now on Boston. And Marcus Smart went to Memphis? Yeah, yeah, he did. The, the one team that doesn't need Marcus Smart. Yeah, wasn't that? Were we a part of that three team trade? That was us, right? Because we got Grant Williams. Yep. Wait, yeah. but the Wizards? Who the Wizards get? Oh, they got Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. <sighs> they got a lot of the Wizards put a <sighs> lot of random players on their team, and I don't know. I think I think what they're trying to do, and I haven't really looked to see what the contracts are, but I think what they're doing is they're taking on all these huge contracts. So that they expire, and then they have all this cap space to sign multiple all-stars. And then go for it. But also, MJ stepped down from the Wizards. Yeah. Did you see how much he made? No. I think he bought a majority ownership for like $150 a couple years ago, eight years ago, seven years ago, whatever he bought it. Yeah. He sold it for like $250 million. So he doubled his money, pretty much. And didn't even make it. It was way more than that. Was it more than that? Like over a billion, yeah. Oh, he, he might made, be right. He was like he was like a, I mean, he was like a five hundred percent return on his investment. Minimum, I think he. I think it was like one point three billion. Oh, why or did I say he was on the Wizards? It's the Charlotte Hornets. Jesus Dang. Christ, we are so unattached. This is what happens hey. when you drink a lot over the summer. Yeah, it's okay. It's we'll e- get our edge back. We'll get our edge back. It's easy it's to football get those two teams mixed up. Uh, sorry, he sure. sold it for three billion dollars. Bought it in two thousand ten for two hundred seventy-five million dollars. Yeah, so it, more like a thirty-three. Yep. I graduated college a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was over a year. Is it ago. your job like numbers? 
Yeah, but different types of numbers. That's okay. Mm. Okay. But anyways, he made stupid money, and Charlotte's not any better than when he bought it. Yeah, no, he's a terrible... Because he was their GM also, I think, yeah. and he was terrible at it. He was there for 13 seasons. They never won a playoff series, never finished higher than the sixth in the East, and fifth worst winning percentage in NBA. That's why LeBron is better than MJ. Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> want to do Louise. this freaking conversation. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear it. I had to say it. Did, did I ever send you guys a video of why um, uh, Michael Jordan is, is uh-huh. better than LeBron? I need to go back yeah. and look at it. but there's No, go in. No, say it. Okay. Say it right go now. Go off. Do you know how many times we've had this argument on this podcast? Do you know how many times they've had this argument on ESPN? The people that make millions and millions of dollars, and we make also millions and millions of dollars off this podcast? Mm -hmm. We've made so much money, that's why we were able to take a break. Exactly. We were in (laughs) Monaco the whole summer. (laughs) We were on a yacht. We were were on a yacht yacht with Max Verstappen all summer. Yeah. And Carlos Alvarez. Alcaraz. Damn it. (laughs) Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Just by the way, that's See, the guy who won Wimbledon. Yeah, it's I'm who's also like we're, twenty years old still. Yeah, we're super bad with European names. I will say it. It's, it's Carlos Alcaraz. I have no problem. Carlos with that name. Alcatraz, not Alcatraz. He did not go to prison. And it's Victor. And where's swim. your mama? Yeah, that you're is the true. one that you you started that one. Yeah, that, well, that is his name. His name is Victor. Where's my mama? <laughs> Here, wait, wait. And I, his mama was at the draft with him. So back to the Michael Jordan thing. I saw a video the other day. That said, the reason why he is better than LeBron is because there's only been four players in history to do these five things. And the first one is win the regular season, win the regular season in scoring, win an MVP, be first team all defense, and also win the finals. Those four players, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, and you guessed it, Michael Jordan. Boom. Okay, like, I understand this isn't a good argument, but I truly believe that if LeBron wanted to do that, he could whenever he wanted to. Like, LeBron... You're joking. LeBron is more of a point guard now because that's what... He, like, he does what the team needs him to do. You're joking, right? Like, he understands that someone like, may be a better shooter than him, on. and he's going to get him with the ball. Yo, we've been talking about NBA for way too long, but you truly think that LeBron could have done that at any point in time when he was, like, almost the creator of the last... 20 years of super teams like why didn't he do it once with the cleveland cavaliers he probably the second time michael or miami heat michael jordan was on a super team and he did all of that and he did he did all of that but he also was drafted to the bulls like they drafted most of their players right scotty pippen michael jordan i think the only one they went and got was uh they got dennis rodman from the pistons dennis rodman from the pistons like those were the three guys but you're telling me that LeBron, D. Wade, and Chris Bosh couldn't do e- any of that, and LeBron couldn't shine that bright, but he got beat up by the Mavericks? Up top. And I got in a Twitter argument on that. You're a Mavericks fan. Up top. I just don't know why y'all are such big MJ fans. Like, give me a high five. God. I'm trying to give you a fist bump. I don't want to get a fist bump. It's because literally, like, LeBron, LeBron is the best player when he steps on the court, right? But there's just no one who's ever been as dominant as Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan steps on the court. LeBron, maybe Shaq, maybe Shaq. I, uh, Kareem, <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain, the most dominant player in sports history. When Wilt Chamberlain played in an age where there was not even a three-point line, and nobody, everyone was over-serving in Vietnam yeah. when Wilt Chamberlain. Was I was there. about to say, and they didn't even know what a dribble between the legs was. <laughs> 
That's a that's just that's a travel. Yeah. That's a travel. That's witchcraft. It's, oh, no, he dribbled the ball between his legs. No, I do agree. I, but, like he was dominant. He like, was. the NBA isn't what it was a hundred years ago, but the also, the NBA also isn't what it was when MJ played. That's true. I, like the MG, I agree. The NBA today is tougher yeah. than when MJ played. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's just different eras. Anyways, we've been on NBA for way too long, so let's let's get through the free agency. Well, Any big things on free agency? Well, can I say one last thing about LeBron? Yeah. Yes, you may. go for it. The LeBron to the Mavs rumors <laughs> they keep heating up. They keep heating up. He wants to play with Kyrie in Dallas, and now Kyrie's staying. The that problem is we have to pay for him. We don't have the cap for him. We'll figure it out. No, we got rid of Bertans. We can afford them. We'll, we'll pay the tax, whatever it is, when you go over the thing. Mark no. Cuban's not paying anything. I don't think he's ever paid the tax. I'll talk him into I it. I think that's why he traded Steve Nash, right? I don't know why he... I, that's just the stupidest thing that he's he He's on record did. saying that was his biggest mistake. Yeah. But anyways, free agency, NBA, happened this summer. A lot of big moves happened. Chris Paul to the Warriors. Yeah, what the hell? Horrible trade. Absolutely horrible. Two different play styles. Steph Curry just runs around the court 24-7. Chris Paul just likes to trip and fall and try to pull fouls. Yeah, that must have been a, like a money thing because I don't. there's no way they think Chris Paul is going to make their team better. I think Phoenix wanted to get rid of him real bad. Yeah. What I think is the reason it's the same thing I was saying with the Wizards earlier is Chris Paul will probably retire after this year. So He's you, probably going to come off the bench just, also. Yeah, you just he add, has to. Yeah, you add $20 million in cap, $30 million in cap next year to yep. go sign – Whoever you want. Yeah. Anyways, the latter side of that, Phoenix, they have Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and now Bradley Beal. Yeah, what the hell? Um, another three-headed dragon in the West. That's super sick. But, I mean, that's what they've had, though. They've always had three superstars these yeah. past few years. But now they have they a can't point. Win. Now they have another shooting guard slash point guard that is known for scoring and not known for choking in the playoffs like Chris Paul was. That's true. I mean, at least when we played Chris Paul, I had a feeling of like, ah, he'll probably choke at some point. You know, Chris Paul hits a deep three at the buzzer to cut the lead to 42. <laughs> I you know love those that. That's the best. Uh, I think Bradley Beal is one of those underrated players in the NBA. Oh, I love Bradley Beal. He's a dog. Big time. Uh, other side, or more teams in the West that had some changes. Who else was there? Who else was there? Fred Van Vliet signed one of the biggest contracts to Houston. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That was a huge contract. Speaking of huge huge contracts, uh, Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. Wait. Yeah? Yeah. Jalen Brown, Jason Taylor. Okay. We'll get our edge. I'm going to get my edge back with the names and everything. Uh, Jalen Brown signed a super max deal with the Boston Celtics. Biggest deal in NBA history. The biggest deal in NBA history to your second player? What I mean, every single year, though, there's going to be a new biggest deal ever. And I get that, but it still, it still blows my mind that that is your biggest deal in NBA history to your number two. We're not even talking about Jason Tatum. And to be honest with you, I was, I was watching something, and it told me that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have one of the worst, like, I guess you'd say, like, chemistry numbers in the sense of, like, how many points does Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum like funnel to the other player like they don't work off each other they just play iso with each other yeah so yeah. you you just signed your second best player to the biggest nba contract to go play iso but they also made it to the nba finals last year with the same duo and i mean like, i mean they had to, they, they, they had to resign they ha- yeah they have to double down yeah 
You do. Whenever you go to the NBA Finals, you unless you're the Mavericks for some reason, you decide to get rid of everyone. Which, <laughs> but I mean, they did get Porzingis. I mean, they got Porzingis, so they yeah. added another guy in the paint, and who knows, Porzingis might actually play like he's supposed to. Yeah, like he did last year. Yeah, like he did last year, and he got a bag this year. He just needed the beard. Yeah. And Anthony Davis got paid, too, speaking of bigs that got paid. Yeah, for the Lakers. Yeah. Back to the Lakers again, which well-deserved. Yeah, but I think that playing 40 I mean, games a year. As far as, like, big contracts, I think that kind of covers it. The, the one contract that I do think is really cool is – uh, Dante Dante Divincenzo p- d- 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 yeah, d- yeah. words yeah <laughs> Dante Divincenzo uh he went to the Knicks so the Knicks now have three Villanova players from their uh national championship team Jalen Brown or J- why did I say Jalen Brown Jalen Brunson Dante and Josh Hart so that's kind of cool right they're cooking something I'll say that they're trying to cook something up. But that's pretty much it. I mean, besides that huge three-way trade that the Mavs were in, the Celtics, the Wizards, um, the Sun, like it was a weird, massive trade between a bunch of people. And there's yeah, not much of a big switch up. Yeah, just Memphis got rid of Dylan Brooks but replaced him with Marcus Smart. <laughs> and they re-signed Dylan Brooks again. Oh, I thought he went to Houston. Oh, maybe he. Oh, he did. He signed a big contract with Houston. Yeah. That's so stupid. The most overrated player in NBA history. 100%. But let's touch base on the Mavs for a second. Keeping Luka, obviously. Keeping Kyrie, I think that's huge. Now you have Grant Williams. You got rid of Bertans. You got Josh Green. You got Jaden Hardy. Kleba's probably not going to play very much next year. Tim Hardaway, that dude needs to bounce. I mean, are we feeling better this year I, I overall? Think I give their draft a B plus. Um. Because we took two good players with good potential, but that's potential it's not on paper yet or, like, shown yeah. up. So we'll see. Um, they looked good in the summer league, though, so I'll take okay. that. We now only have one bad contract on the team instead of two. Getting rid of Bertans. Yeah. So I did one more. God. We're I, stuck with Tim forever, though. He's not leaving. I really don't think Tim is that bad of a contract, though. I mean, people are overpaying him, right? But he's a vet that can still go out and put 30 up on a night. Yeah, once once a month. Yeah. All the other months, Tim Hardaway for three to go 0 for 11. Yep. Or it's Tim Hardaway to go for three, and now he's 9 of 11, you know? So it just he's just the – make that he's 10, just, of, 10 of 12. He's <laughs> That he's, dude shoots like no tomorrow. He's, he's streaky. He's streaky. Super that's, streaky. That's all it is. So. Pass to Tim Hardaway. Oh, ball's already in the air going towards the basket. He's already <laughs> shot. Tim Hardaway from half court, triple teamed. Yeah. Well, nothing happened in NHL. I mean, I haven't heard anything. We've signed a couple guys back from the Stars. We lost Domi, which sucks. Yeah. But I knew that was going to happen. It just the, – the Stars were not going to pay him, and he was going to go get a big contract. And I think he's back at, like, his hometown team. Um, so, like, good for him. Yeah, Domi deserves a world. He so deserves a world. He did great yeah. for us. So I'm not. I don't want to talk about hockey, and we'll get around to it whenever it starts back up again. Facts, but big thing right now, and something that Camden absolutely hates to his core is baseball. Your Texas Rangers. I've come around this season. Uh, have you? I'm kind of invested right now. Have you? Okay. Yeah, I was actually looking at jerseys earlier. Okay, I would love to hear 
I would love to hear the Camden breakdown I of kind of what you're feeling about baseball this year and the Rangers and what's going on. So I'll say this. I have a least favorite player in baseball currently. Okay. The reliever for the Rangers, Anderson, the dude that pitches weird with like his back to the batter. Yes. That dude, I cannot stand him. I think he gives up 10 runs every single time he goes out there. Um, but I love Chapman. Um, He's so sick. Seager's the greatest player in NBA, MLB history behind Shohei. Yep. Um, I wish I was Shohei. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. You want to talk about the pitcher that the Rangers just got? I just don't know much about him. Oh. I mean, I know he's been good for many years, but yeah, like if he did well in his debut, right for us. Yeah. I know he had a bad no. first inning, but he, he had a bad first inning, gave up three runs, but but yeah. it's it's a move we had to make. Yeah, like they're make the Rangers are making the right moves. Let let's just for say long term success. Let's just say the Rangers right now are at probably I would say about seventy five percent health wise. Uh, it's kind of getting that point of time where players just start, you know, getting a little fatigued, getting a little soreness all that kind of stuff arm soreness but you have one of the best if not the best team in the al right now with the best record best run differential and we don't even have our best pitcher that we have we don't even have our best catcher right now we don't even like it's it's scary scary of how good we can be if we were 100 percent right now but the only thing we're missing is bullpen right but you also got guys like we signed Chapman. He is a freak of a human being. The biggest guy on the baseball field, without a doubt, every single time. He's he would scary. snap anyone in half. He's unbelievable. I saw him pitch in person one time. And I'm telling you, 95 and 102 look real different. He uh, relieved for us today in he, the eighth, dude, I guess. Seventh, eighth inning, you can just guarantee Chapman's going in there to throw gas and get out of the inning. Yeah, he got uh, two strikeouts and uh, a ground out to close out the eighth. Dude, it is. It's unbelievable. Like, you, in person, it's so different. It's so, so different. It's ridiculous. He is huge. Ryan showed us a picture of, uh, of him just, like, sitting with, like, a cutoff shirt. And, dude, his biceps. Dude. He's jacked. He's massive. Throwing like, a 103-mile-an-hour fastball and then following it up with a 83-mile-an-hour slider. Yeah. The odds aren't good for the batters. No, not like literally nothing. And he, I think he's like 6'5", 240. 6'5", 245. I don't, know, I don't know exactly how big he is, but he is massive. And it's unbelievable how big he is. What I, what I really like is the Rangers added a bunch of veteran pitchers to kind of help with our younger pitchers as well, too. Like Scherzer and Chapman are going to teach some of the young guys or some of the, I guess, newer guys to the team a lot of things that could really help them out. But I got an insider on baseball. Um, I'm just going to call him Cowboy. He knows who he is. <laughs> Uh, our Cowboy Insider for uh, the Rangers, he actually is in love with this Max Scherzer trade because within that Max Scherzer trade, we got a guy named Jordan Montgomery from the Cardinals. Uh, he, started, he started the second game against the White Sox this past series. He went five or six innings, six strikeouts, had a great outing. We won two to zero, I think. But 
Jake Montgomery, this is kind of one of those things where we got a veteran starter to push the guys that were struggling as starters into bullpen relievers. So it's going to be kind of sick. But we also, this is just give you a little glimpse of how good Jonah Heim is and how good uh, Austin Hedge Hedges is. He's a catcher that we just that we just signed because Jonah Heim is hurt and we're right. just getting a little bit more depth. Jonah Heim's strike rate is 49.9%. So what they're basing that off of is how many balls actually go through the strike zone and how many balls are actually called strikes, which is basically off what Jonah Heim does when he's framing framing the pitches. The guy who we just signed has a 52% strike rate. Austin Hedges is number one in the MLB. Jonah Heim is number four. I saw a highlight video recently of Jonah Heim literally just framing a bunch of like blatant balls mm-hmm. that got called as strikes. It's it's an art. It's, it's literally an art. A 95, 96 mile an hour like two seam fastball to a slider to a curveball. Like six inches outside of the yeah. strike zone. To a changeup. Like all of that stuff. He is literally just natural, just motion. Yep. Frame, 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 frame. And it makes no sense in the world. Yep. And then you put somebody in there like Chapman who throws 102 every other pitch. And then you're like, all right, throw a slider. And I'm going to frame it too. Yeah, you just extended the strike zone for yourself. Like what? Yeah, it's... Oh, it's making me excited. I'm I'm trying not to get my hopes up because all I want to see is just for us to, like, make playoffs, get get a series win, right? Because we do have some injuries. Um, I would love to see maybe go into a World Series... Because we have the team to do it, but I'm not. I'm not trying to say that it could be this year. Oh, it could. It could happen, but I'm not going to put my hopes on that right now. You're, I think, a very realistic Ranger expectation right now is an AL championship. May like to the AL championship, right? And right. depending on who it is and how healthy we are, I think your expectation should be to the World Series. For the product that we have on the field and how many games we won and how many runs we score and how deep our bullpen is now, your expectation shouldn't be any lower than an AL championship. But I, so, but within the – just kind of go back to Max Scherzer trade. I saw, I saw a tweet on Twitter. A tweet on Twitter. Yeah, I said it. It's now you X. mean tweet on X. Oh, or sorry. Are they still called tweets? I, I think they're posts. They're, they're definitely posts because when you, you repost now, you don't retweet. Yeah. They're posts. Yeah. That's kind of stupid. Actually, you know what? I don't really care. Anyways, I saw a post on X uh, about the New York Mets trading away Scherzer to the Rangers and Verlander to Houston. And he screenshotted the standings and was like, this is basically when the Joker had the two guys that were going to join his gang snap the pull stick over his knee and said... I've only got one spot because we're literally we're two and a half games. But when that trade happened, we were a half game ahead in the in the AL West. And I thought that was so funny because now you have Verlander going back to Houston where he just got traded from in basically a super, super tight uh, division race. And then you have Max Scherzer going to a completely different team that he's never been a part of into the Texas Rangers. And they're both on just like what – I wouldn't consider a shitty year, but to their standings and how good they are, it's kind of been a shitty year. I mean, they're both at four plus ERAs for the year, right? Which they were 
in their prime, they're floating under two or around two when they were on their game. So but every year, the teams that are going to compete for the World Series always go get a veteran starter late in the season, I feel like, right before the trade deadline. Yeah. I feel like it's a very common theme. It's so great to have the Rangers good again because the last few years I've just been so – like I've watched Ranger, Ranger games and gone to Ranger games and everything, but it's just so tough when you know that your team's only going to win like 70 games that year. Like it, it just sucks to know that. Dude, summer's fun again. Another exciting thing about the Rangers is when the our Vanderbilt pitchers get healthy and figure it out. We can get them up to the big leagues. Jack oh, Leiter. Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. Yeah. And then that Florida center fielder we just drafted. Yeah. That that would definitely be sick. Jack Leiter struggled a little bit in the minors. And Kumar but, Rocker's coming off Tommy John. But he's such a good talent that you got to assume he's going to figure it out eventually. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, baseball's so weird. Like, baseball's not like any other sport. I would. It might be like basketball a little bit, but the draft is only two rounds in basketball. So you don't see a whole lot of guys get drafted first round top 10 pick and not see the floor at all Mm -hmm. dude baseball you can draft a guy and he could get to the minors and just be a complete dud like Mm -hmm. first overall pick first round whole nine yards he's going to be a protege best baseball player in the world and he could just lose it in the play in the minors yeah it's kind of it's kind of weird so you might not see jack Leiter for a couple more years you might not see him until he's 30 like it's it's just kind of one of those sports that you could lose it Lose it in the minors before you even get to the big leagues. I'm excited, though. Yeah. And I'm glad that Camden is now slowly buying in. Yeah, as long as we don't get Nelson Cruz on the team, I'm good. Yeah, I think we're okay on that <laughs> Need one. Need someone to catch a fly ball when the game matters. <laughs> don't worry. We have Jankowski that runs like a 2 five forty. Yeah, Nelson Cruz doesn't. No, Nelson Cruz does not. He just takes steroids. All right, but, I mean, baseball's cooking. We're rolling. We lost the series. To the Astros a couple couple series ago. It was tough. But. One to three. And then we got swept by the Padres. That was also tough. But now we swept the White Sox. We're moving on. Yeah, okay. We won five in a row now, I think. Five or six. Yeah. I think we have won five in a row now. And Houston lost today. We're back up to two and a half. The lead in yeah. the division. We won five in a row. We're two and a half in front of Houston. We play the Marlins today. Already nope. won today. We already won today. Nine to, nine to eight. Tomorrow, on Sunday, we play them at 135. And that'll be for a sweep if we win that one. Sweep that series. I mean, we're getting hot. Like, pfft, never mind. Don't want to say it. Mm. I don't want to jinx it. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. We're coming up two months away. Boom. Boom. Legends are made in October. But what is one month away? Some football. Are you serious? It's one month away? It's one month away. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> It's going to be a great time. I can't wait to see God, Carrie I'm Underwood up there singing to me. <sighs> I freaking love, I love football. And I can't wait to hear that sound again. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big college fan, you know. I like I just because, you know, I root for my college that I went to. I'm a big NFL fan, too, but I'm more excited for college this year. College is definitely going to be fun. Definitely going to be fun. But let's go. I want to talk about NFL, and then we'll go to college, because I think there's way more to talk about in college than there is NFL. Right. Let's, let's, let's kick it off yeah. with NFL. Let's go down the list. Let's give our predictions. Like, what's our record? Let's go game by game. 
Uh, we go. Cowboys go eleven and six this year. Eleven and six. Thirteen. Thirteen and four. Is that what that'd be? Thirteen and four. Thirteen and four. No, I'm gonna go twelve five. Fifteen and three. That's bold. Damn. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm so serious right now. I do it every year. I buy in, and I buy in way too hard. Okay. Anyways, all right. New York Giants. We are at New York. We are playing Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. Uh, they just got the tight end from Oakland. Uh, Darren Waller. Waller. Darren Waller. Thank you. We've got a good matchup. It's the Giants. It's divisional, divisional rival. Sunday night football. Is it at Cowboy Stadium? It is in New York. Okay. That changes it a little bit. I don't think it changes anything. Dub. That's a win. I still think it's a win, but I think it's a close win compared to if we were playing at home, get a little more of an edge. Facts. Yeah, I definitely see us winning that game, but I do think Daniel Jones breakout season. Uh, I forgot. Fuck. You yeah. you want him to I win the Do you think this is his MVP year? Not yet. No, Next not year? Th- not this year, but I do think he'll be a top six quarterback in the NFL this year. Ooh. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm all in on Daniel Jones. I love Daniel Jones. That's my guy. Okay. His speed is stupid for a white boy. And he's also like, he he's made, ginormous. He made a breakaway one, run one time. And he fell before he got to the... Yeah. And, and no shit, he's ginormous. He's an NFL quarterback. But he's way bigger than your average NFL quarterback. I mean, if you're comparing him to like Kyler Murray, yeah. Or like Baker. I'm comparing him to the average. Like whatever the average height and weight of an NFL quarterback is, he's I would say way the, above it. The average quarterback's probably six two two ten. He's six five two twenty. Daniel Jones is, so he's yeah. taller and he's a little bit. Deshaun Watson six two two twenty three. Jalen Hurts six one two two twenty three. So he's just taller. He's taller three or four inches. Yeah. But that that helps with with vision downfield. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is six two two twenty five. So he's not. I wouldn't say huge. He's he's a bigger quarterback, but I wouldn't say the hugest or the biggest. Yeah, no, I didn't say that. He's huge. Josh Allen is huge. Huge. Daniel Jones is a step below it. Yeah, true. All right, week two. At home, we're playing the Jets. Aaron Rodgers, Sauce Gardner, a nice, nice Jets defense. I said last year that all the Jets needed was a quarterback. Outside of... Bengals, Bills, Chiefs. I think the Jets are right there, a tier below them. So their division, the Jets division, is the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Patriots. So I think they're better than the Patriots. I think they're neck and neck with the Dolphins. But I really don't I don't know if they're better than the Bills. The Dolphins are a weird team. They could be really good or really bad. This is true. No one knows what you're gonna get from them. And I'm gonna go on a hot take. I think this, so I'm 15 and three. You're 11 and four. 11 and six. 11 and six. And He's you're 12 and five. 12 and five. All right. I'm 15 and three. This is going to solidify my argument. Wait, how are you? I thought 17 regular season games. 15 and two? No, he's 15 and two. We, we fucked that one up. Never yeah. mind. 14 and three. I need the, I need the three losses because I just went through the whole schedule and I'm thinking about it. I think we're going to go through all the games, but I think week two, we lose. Same. I agree. We go to the Giants. We kick their ass. We come back home. We're too high. We lose. We're too confident. Aaron Rodgers comes in, and Aaron Rodgers has He's our got, number. Yeah. He's got our number. Like, I'm just not going to disagree yeah. with that. I hate the man. He'll have some heroic play at the end of the game. 100%. We lose week two. 
I'm I'm fifty fifty on that game. I think it. Okay. I think it's a coin toss. Even though I think we beat Aaron Rodgers last year, is that right? Uh, yes, it is. We beat Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, last so he's year. due for no. A win we us. didn't. We lost. We didn't play Aaron Rodgers. We played Jordan Love. Oh, that's right. Um, oh, never mind. Yeah. So, all right, we're one and one. Beat the Giants. Lost to the Jets at home. We go to Arizona. We play the Cardinals. That's a win. Kyler Murray, no D Hop, no JJ Watt, no coach, no. Co- <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's in, in Zimbabwe or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. He's in India or whatever, Thailand. Ta- yeah, yeah, Thailand, I think. Or okay. Taiwan, something. Arizona, dumpster fire. That's a dub. All right, yeah. now we're two and one. Uh, we fly back home. We play New England in Dallas. That's a win. I think that's also a win because I don't think Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is already broken. I think last year was too bad of a year for him to come back. Yeah, I think he's a... Uh, I think he's on the way to being a backup quarterback in the next couple of years. Yeah, and I don't think the Patriots – did they make any big offseason moves? Uh, they they brought in uh, they brought in a good wide receiver, I want to say, um, which they need to because they don't have anyone. OBJ. No, he went <laughs> to the Ravens. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a dub, okay? Yeah, dub. So now we're 3-1. and one. We go to San Francisco week four. That's an L. I'm going to say this. I think it's a dub. I'm going to think it's a loss. I think it's a dub. You don't have Jimmy Garoppolo. You don't. Uh, Where's Jimmy G at? Raiders. Oh, that's right. He got traded to the Raiders. Yeah. Who is Brock Purdy? I don't know if he re-signed with them, did he? He's a rookie, so he's on a three-year contract because he was a oh, rookie yeah, last yeah. year. But he got hurt. He's coming off injury. Who else did they sign? I know there's a third quarterback in that room. There is. And well, it's that guy they drafted a few years ago. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. You're right. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. We will get our edge back. I promise we'll get our edge back. Trey Lance. You got Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, no Jimmy G. I mean, I think the quarterback room is done. Like, I don't think Brock Purdy's there. Trey Lance looked horrible when he started the season last year. There's just so many weapons. Wait, why though. is Brock Purdy not there? Because he got hurt. I think the juju's over. Mm, I see what you're saying. I, I simply am just like, he came in when they were hot and they were moving and the mojo was right. And all he had to do was basically just hit the hit Christian McCaffrey or uh, Debo. Debo on the slant, like easy throws or pitch him the ball, let him do everything. I think it's, I don't think that's going to work anymore. So I say this is a dub. Yeah, last year they had the momentum going. This year he's going to have to start the momentum. Exactly. So Fair enough. I can see I can see what you're saying. I'm going to so, say it's another coin flip, but I think it's a loss. So, I think that's a dub. Now, in agreement, now we're 4 and 1. We're going to week 5. We're at LA playing the Chargers. Justin Herbert. <sighs> Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler didn't even realize this until last year when he was playing. Khalil Mack freaking in LA, didn't even know that till he tackled one of our players. I was like, what the hell is Khalil Mack doing in a Chargers uniform? I had to Google it. He got traded. I was like, what the hell happened? Yeah. So now you got Khalil Mack and the Chargers. I'm also going to say that this is a dub. I think it's another toss-up. I think it's a very winnable game, but Herbert could have a stupid season, though. Herbert really could. And we're this is the first game back with... And he's starting his new contract. Starting his new contract. And our OC, our offensive coordinator, went to L.A. 
Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Holy crap. It's been a minute since I've said all these names. Uh, Kellen Moore is now in L.A. He's an offensive coordinator. And I just don't think they get the edge. I think, like, we're talking game-winning field goal. With five seconds left, we kick a game-winning field goal. Or we score with a minute and a half left, Chargers get the ball, and we make a punt. I'd put money on a touchdown rather than a field goal for our team. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, we don't have a kicker right now, right? No, he missed four. In practice. Four 30-yard kicks. Who, though? Field goals. I don't even know his name. Because Maher's even, gone. Yeah, Maher's gone, but it doesn't even matter who he is. He should be cut. Like, he shouldn't be kicking a football ever we, again. We don't have a good kicker, but that's to get into later. Call Chris Nagar. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys, if you're listening. We'll sign some veteran. He'll do fine. So we always do. Hopefully. All right. I'm saying this is a dub. This is all confident, just a perfect, like, cover to try to protect my heart and okay. saying that these are all wins. Because I want them to be all wins so bad. Yeah, you're you're the you're the typical Cowboys. Fan. I'm too optimistic. Yeah. I really am. I'm too optimistic. I see one video of Zeke or Dak or, you know, Parsons just making a good tackle. I see one hype video right before the season, and I'm like, all right, I'm bought in. We're going to the Super Bowl. Happens every year. Every year. And um, we always lose a game to a same. terrible team that we should never lose to. Yeah. Ah, shh. You just reminded me. I need to. I need to throw that loss in there. But I kind of thought about the other losses. <gasps> okay. Anyways. All right. Here we go. Week six. We're going to. We're coming to Dallas. We're playing the L.A. Rams. Win. Dub. They're in shambles right yeah. now. We don't need to talk about that. Nope. Win. Week seven. We're going to Philly. To play Philly. Loss. Week seven. And take the loss. I'll take a loss at Philly, but win at home. I also will say this is my I'll second say we'll loss. Split it with them this year. This is my second loss on the record. Yeah, you're running out of losses. I am. I've got so, one more loss to give. Uh-huh. I thought you only have two losses to give. Three losses. Fourteen and three. Oh, you're doing fourteen and three. Okay. Yeah, I said fifteen and three, but the math didn't math. Okay, so you the math ain't math. You wanted anymore. to go fourteen three. Okay. Yeah, I need okay. the three losses. Okay. Okay. We don't really have to talk about this. They're the Eagles. They're super good. I hate them. Yeah. Whatever. We'll take the loss in Philly though. Okay. Come back. What is that? Week eight? Come back week eight. We played the Giants at home. Mm, dub. I'll take a win on that one. I yep. think we I think we sweep the, the Giants this year. Yep. Hundred percent. Week nine. Fly to Carolina, play the Panthers. Bryce Young. That's a dub. Dub. Bryce Young small. Michael Parsons big. Yeah. You lose. Week ten. We come back home for a little homestand. We're playing the Washington Commanders. And shit show, dub. Even though their defense is supposed to be good this year again. But let's see if they stay healthy. Yeah, see if they throw back their <clears throat> quarterback. Yep. Week 11. We I go- hope it's Heineke, though. <laughs> I want to throw that in there. I love Heineke. I, I love Heineke. Anyways, week 11, we stay home. We play Seattle. That's a win. Dub. 100%. Who's their quarterback? Gino. Geno Smith. Yeah, they just signed him to and a they big just, contract. Yeah, they just signed him to a big contract. Ain't going to matter. That's a dub. Facts. We stay home. Week 12, we play the Eagles at home. I say we split. I think we, I think we at least get one of them. I would say it's more likely to get one at home against the Eagles, but I really think, I think we split as well, too. I just don't know which one it's going to be. 
This is true. We, we could steal one there, and they could steal one at ours. Like it's happened before. Yeah. Okay. So. so now, this is where it gets dicey. This is where I kind of decide. This is where I have to decide if the Cowboys are going to be the good team and they beat good teams, or they're going to be the good team that fumbles and loses to bad teams. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we the Cowboys are known for playing to their competition's level. Correct. So I'm trying to juggle which one I'm going to drop. We fly to Buffalo. We're playing Buffalo on a 3 o'clock Sunday. I think we beat Buffalo. You think we beat Buffalo? I think we beat Buffalo. Because if we beat Buffalo, I think we drop the ball against the Rams or we drop the ball against somebody like the Commanders once to make my record show what I'm guessing. We'll have a really bad win or a really good win and a really bad loss. We, we always have really good wins and really bad losses. So if we beat Buffalo and I am trying to predict 14-3, and three, we take a loss to Washington somewhere, we take a loss to the Rams somewhere, or we take a loss to, like, the Chargers. Or, shit, could have been the Cardinals too. Like, we take a bad loss in there. I think the Cardinals is the one team that I can, I can count on not losing to. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to bet the farm on the Cardinals. Like, they, I, or I could, on that game. I could easily see the Cardinals winning three games this year. Yep. Four games. So Even if Kyler Murray has a great, great season, we have Micah just to follow him around. Again, theory of physics. Kyler Murray's small, Micah Parsons big. You lose. Is that physics? Yeah, you know, inertia, movement. Okay, yeah. I just pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're in Buffalo on a Sunday in December, late December. Ooh, okay, oh. I'm I'm going L there. I mean, with my 11 and 6, it's probably going to be an L for me. But for, as far as your record, how we're going through it, I'd say you have to take the win there. I think I I think I have to take the win because we haven't had a bad loss. Yeah. So that would be one of the coolest cowboy games to go to. That in would Buffalo. be snowing in Buffalo. That would be sick. Um. So this is where those last three games is where I don't know where the loss comes in because if we beat Buffalo, there's a bad loss in here, and we fly to Miami to play the Dolphins on Christmas Eve at 325. I could see us losing a Christmas Eve game. All all eyes on us. And I wouldn't say that Miami's a bad loss because they're a decent team, but it's a team that you should beat if you were the Cowboys. Yes, I agree. Uh, So I, I don't know about these last three games. I really don't because it's just one of those Cowboy things. It's kind of like, you know when you play Call of Duty and you're like COD timing, you stare at a doorway, and then as soon as you look away, somebody yeah. like somebody walks through the doorway and kills you? Yep. Oh, like, yeah. this, the last three games of this season is what I feel like is COD timing. Like, I don't know. I'm going to watch these games, and I'm going to expect a win, but one of these is going to be bad. Well, to be honest, and it sounds really shitty, I hope we lose a game in our last like four games of the regular season to at least knock some sense into us and be like, yeah. hey, you aren't, you aren't, you know invincible yeah and that's why i think the jets game week two is going to be a loss because i think we'll probably beat the shit out of the giants week one in their home stadium and then come back feel high and mighty and then we just get rocked by aaron Rodgers, and then dak prescott has got to choose choose somebody out they've got to get lit they've got to get hype and they've got to be like chip on their shoulder mentality right so next week we come back home we play the giant or we play the lions at home they're a, they're a building team too. You could on New Year's know. Eve. 
No. 12.30? Is that New Year's Eve? 12.31 is New Year's Eve. 12.31 is New Year's Eve. So right before New Year's Eve. I was about to say, that would be... Christmas or that would be uh, the New Year's yeah New Year's Bowl the New Year's Six well the yeah. New Year's Six games will be on on actual New Year's but there will still be big bowl games on uh, the 31st yeah and so I can't decide about the Lions and then the next week we are in Washington playing the Commanders I think for the we'll, last game of the season for the last game of the season okay I th- yes for the last game of the season, so I might say that twelve and five is probably more valid than my eleven and six, but I'm still going with eleven and six. I'm going to be high. I'm going to say fourteen and three because that's what Philly did last year, and we went twelve and five last year. So, I mean, technically, it's not super crazy to just go one more notch up in the division and be fourteen and three and win it because that's what they did. So, but one thing I want to do after we went through the whole season and went through records and predictions, I want to go through futures. So I'm going to read off a list of the odds of the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and I'm going to go down the list till we get to the Cowboys. And I want you all to predict where, what team is what and kind of guess that way, and we'll see what the Cowboys and how you all feel about it. Okay. So starting off, current odds, favorite to win the Super Bowl at plus 650. I'm going to go Buffalo. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yeah, I'm changing to Kansas City. <laughs> you got the Kansas City Chiefs. Good pick. Good pick. At number two, you got plus 700. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. I'll go Buffalo. Philadelphia Eagles. Buffalo three. At plus 800. At number three. Uh, Bengals. Buffalo. San Francisco 49ers. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. Brock Purdy. Trey Lance? No. Third favorite. This is current odds, by the way. This isn't isn't opening from last season. At number four, you got plus 950. Buffalo. Buffalo Bills. There we go. (laughs) I was waiting for it. I was going to say Bengals again. At number five, plus 1,000. Bengals. The New York Jets. Cincinnati Bengals. I had to be different. Yeah. The Jets are next, though. I know it for sure. At number six, plus 1,400. The Jets we have left i mean you've got like 20 something teams left i know but like i'm trying to think of who's good though shit i mean like i might go with the jets too it's your dallas cowboys wow six best odds to win the super bowl at plus 1400 after the jets which is or after the cowboys which is kind of surprising me at plus 1600 you got the baltimore ravens at 1600 you got the new york jets 2200 the la chargers 2200 the dolphins at 2500 you got the detroit lions i like that yeah finally detroit yeah and then Let's it go and then it just then it just tails off jacksonville seattle cleveland denver minnesota new orleans new england and at the bottom of the barrel cardinals arizona cardinals and houston texans yes <laughs> the texans houston texans that's so bad but Right now, Vegas has got our Dallas Cowboys at the sixth best Super Bowl odds at plus fourteen hundred, and which is kind of weird. Their opening line was plus twelve hundred. They were actually fifth best. Actually, no, one, two, three. They were fourth best in standings to win the next Super Bowl. Current odds have changed to plus fourteen hundred at sixth best. I think. Uh, I think anywhere from eight to four, I could have seen the Cowboys in that mix. Yeah, I mean they were top ten so for I, sure. So I think six is is pretty. 
Because I, I know the Cowboys do get overrated sometimes, but I think six is pretty fair. Yep. I think it is fair. All right. Well, anyways, since we've gone over NFL a little bit, uh, let's start off with the second best time of the year, the start of the college football season. Uh, I think I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Um, but I truly think. Here we go. I truly think. Okay, so A M A M S line for for over, like, wait. I you guys can't just start laughing. I haven't said anything. Yet. I know, but as soon as you say A M, it just makes me giggle. I know, but I I actually went to the school, so it's not like this is like a weird thing for me to be passionate about my school. That's fair, right? You know. Sure. They have a set to go seven and five this year. I'm throwing a lot of money on us going better than seven and five. Okay, I, yeah, I can definitely see A&M having more than seven wins. I mean, I could. I too. think they have no reason not to be better than they are. Well, I mean, yeah, it's A&M and Texas probably have been in the same situation recently. It's teams with int- like crazy talent that have been consistently underperforming yeah so just for our listeners perspective i'm gonna go through a m schedule cool start off against new mexico state or uh, new mexico yeah okay you Easy play win. miami ul monroe auburn arkansas alabama tennessee south carolina ole miss mississippi state abilene christian lsu seven and five is what the big guys up at Vegas are predicting, which I don't think is crazy far off, to be honest with you. But I think I think realistically AM goes eight and four, but me being a fan, I'm gonna say nine and three. For both AM and Texas, it's gonna come down to having a quarterback that has a good season. I in honesty NFL and college is all based on your quarterback. I mean, football in general is based on your quarterback, but I think in college it shows worse when your quarterback is not top tier. Point proven last year. Yeah. Yeah. For AM. And uh, I was going to say Max Duggan. I was going to say point proven in the championship, but TCU was just out phys- like physically just yeah. incapable of winning that game. But let's do the same thing we did for. NFL. I'm going to go through the odds of current predictions to win the college football playoff. And I want you to guess who we're looking for. And we'll go down until we finish with the Texas Longhorns and the A&M Aggies. So we're going to find them both on your current odds and see how well you'll do. You're going to have to go like 20 teams down for A&M, to be honest. Uh, not that bad. Not that bad. Okay, we'll start it off with plus 260. Ohio State. I'll take Georgia. It's Georgia. That was tough. At plus 70 or 700? Ohio State. That's a big jump. It's a huge jump. 260 to 700. mm, Who'd you choose? Georgia first. I haven't picked the second one, though. Oh, I said Ohio State again. Does Ohio State have a quarterback this year? I'm not sure they have crazy recruits, but... I feel like they always have a quarterback. All right, I'll go Ohio State also. Eh, it's Crimson. It's Alabama. Plus 750, though. You're close. You're Ohio State Buckeyes. All right, there we go. Plus 1,000? 
Uh, it's going to be weird saying this. I don't know. I'll probably, I was going to say LSU, but I think I'm going to go Michigan. Dude, I might take Texas. <laughs> I think Texas is up there. <laughs> You're so delusional. It's Michigan. <laughs> really? Yep. At plus a thousand as well. You had it right. LSU. Yeah. Uh, plus 1200, which I don't know if I agree with this one. Texas. Yeah. Clemson. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know I really? No. Really? You got Kane oh, Klopnik, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I but think in the ACC, like the ACC yeah. is nothing. I mean, we haven't even talked about all the conference changes and teams moving. We'll get to that next week. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if I'd agree with that one, but plus 1400, you got to. No, that's right. I think that's right. So now to plus four, 1400. Now I'm going to go back to Texas again. Texas. USC. Oh, yeah. California Trojans. Yeah. Caleb Williams. Who's, whose lines are this? Is this Vegas? Yep. Okay. Uh, at plus 1,800. I, get, I feel now it's got to be Texas. It's Texas. Okay. <laughs> another big jump, 1,800 to 2,500. You got another one that I don't really know if I agree with either. Um, Oregon. Good guess. That was a good guess. Tennessee. Wrong. Florida State. <laughs> no, hey, hey, no, <laughs> no, no way. No, no, no. Listen, I, I'll be honest. Florida State is the sleeper this year. The, hey, remember that I said this. Florida State is the sleeper this year. Okay. Okay. Well, at matched at 2,500, you got another one that I don't really agree with. Go back to Oregon. I'm running out of teams to guess. I'm trying to think of the SEC teams. Penn State. Yeah, I wouldn't. I Penn wouldn't. State at 2,500. No. Now, another big jump, plus 4,000. I just hate, I don't want to repeat. My, I'm going to go to Tennessee. A&M. Notre Dame. Mm, okay. Matching at plus 4,000 as well. Okay. Uh, Tennessee. Close. I think SEC then. Florida. Texas A&M. So you've got Texas Longhorns at plus 1,800. You've got your Aggies at plus 4,000. Tennessee Volunteers was close because they're plus 5,000 right now in current odds. No way. They put Tennessee behind A&M? They put Tennessee behind A&M. That's blasphemy. I think you should be more pissed off that Penn State is above A&M right now. Just in general, in the grand scheme of like universities in any shape or form, I guess. I mean, here's the thing is, I want to say that Penn, Penn State is almost like the A&M of the Big Ten. They come out hot, they're a top ten team, and then they end the season eight and four. Because, I mean, there's so much to talk about still. Yeah, we haven't even talked about, we haven't really talked about NFL free agency. We haven't talked about college football and all of Conference, conference changes, yeah. what conferences are dead, Pac-12, dead. Anyways, but we haven't, we haven't talked about any of that stuff. We haven't gone in depth about any of that. Yeah, it's the it's start of season two. Like, we're BT3, here, baby. Season two, we're back, better than ever. Camden likes baseball. BT3, hashtag two. Hashtag BT32. Something like that. BT32. BT... Uh, S2E1. 
Hashtag BT302. The Hangover 3. <laughs> but, hey, things have changed. BT3 in Season 2 is going to be better than ever. We've got a new table that we're recording on. It's got a bunch of playing cards in it. I wonder who built it. It looks really, really nice. Don't butter up your own cheeks over there. It's not very sturdy. That's because you're too big. Mm. And you're Don't moving it. It's all that muscle. Yeah. I was about to say, you kind of just gassed him up on that one. <laughs> Don't do that. I would never do that. But all that power on that forehand I got. <laughs> Actually, I do, I do want to gas up, gas up Camden just for a second. Uh, here at BT3, we're not just podcasters. We're actually athletes here. You know, Camden and Tommy have run a couple 10Ks. Yeah, they're, very, they're very athletic in that sense. Just for the record, I kick his ass every time, too. So yeah. Every time. We'll say I moved my body for a 10K. I wouldn't necessarily say I ran a 10K. The but first you finished. The first one you ran. That was yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. impressed. You finished that one. Mm-hmm. but well, I finished both, but... Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Sure. Yeah, but Camden here has entered in a tennis tournament at the 3-0 level because he hasn't played one before. He's 6-0 to everybody. Won three sets in a row. Every match won the tournament. So we've got a tennis athlete here. Mm-hmm. We've got a pickleball athlete here. Nope, no longer pickleball. No longer pickleball? Tennis only. Tennis only. Mm-hmm. Don't want to mess up your form? Uh, just I'm a real athlete now. I graduated from pickleball, moving on to the big leagues in tennis. Okay. That actually breaks my heart <laughs> because we haven't played pickleball in like a month or two. But it's also like 115 degrees outside, so I understand. Still a golf athlete for Camden, too. Still a golf athlete. Minimal golf these days. And, I mean... I just I just wanted to say that for all of you listening behind the radio or in your cars or whatever, and you don't really know us very well, we are athletes too. <laughs> I want to say that. We're not the podcasters that can't shoot hoops or play golf or play tennis. We, we are athletes. True On the that. come up. On the come up, okay? So don't expect us to be weird and flimsy when we, you meet us in person at meet and greets. Like if we... <laughs> If we have to miss a week on the podcast, it's probably because I'm playing in the U.S. Open or something. It's probably because I'm lifting weights too much. (laughs) Or Tommy's running around the world. (laughs) I don't know. After a couple miles, I just quit because it hurts. It's painful. Anyways, I just want to say that because our vacation's over. Our vacation of skipping weeks, not posting podcasts, not being physically okay to speak into a microphone. We're over it. There might be like a, a a break every now and then, but it's yeah. it's 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 not going to be what it was at the end of last year. We took a summer vacation and we're back and we're back better than ever. But there is some grace if we do wake up with a little bit of a headache sometimes. Okay, maybe we're celebrating. Maybe we signed a contract with and one. Who knows? Or Zen or Chipotle. God. Is there anything you guys want to say to the mic before we leave this first episode, season two? Um, Texas is going to win the national championship. That's what I got to say. In what sport? Diving? Whichever one they want to win it in because they win it in all of them. They are pretty good at diving. My lips are sealed on that one. But oh. Their diving team. like the it's the, big, it's the greatest dynasty in all sports. And the diving team? Swimming also, swimming and diving. Hmm. That's kind of cool, I guess. All right. 
we will see you next week. Adios. That's got to change, man. You got to figure something else out. I started the adios first. I don't this think is true. I think I said it first last year. This is year. a new season. We're going to start it off fresh. Good juju. And you're not. we're not going to do this anymore. Are you going to look up taglines on your phone right now? Hasta luego. Ciao. I just gave you two. Both in a different language. Vsas nasta veka. <laughs> See you guys next week. Please do not say that ever again. Please do not say that ever again. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>